Guys, I appreciate you calling into the Sports Rundown. Still talking about this Blake Griffin trade, and I get why people still want to talk about it, because it was so out of nowhere, and it was involving somebody who has spent his entire career in one place and seemingly was going to be there for a long time to come. And in Griffin's first night in Detroit, as I told you, giving you the uh, morning after in the NBA, Griffin had a great game. He had a double-double. He led the game in scoring. And I think he made a pretty good impression on the Pistons fans as the game was in Detroit. They won 104-102 over Memphis. But we're continuing to talk about this trade because a lot of people have different opinions on it. I'm glad that somebody from Detroit and a Pistons fan has chimed in because I haven't really heard from a lot of them. I would have thought that the Pistons fans would be universally excited to get a legitimate star player like Blake Griffin. I know he has an injury history and I know he can be kind of a douche sometimes, but the Pistons seemingly lack that sort of star type player to you know, market their team and to help push them into the playoffs. And I really think Griffin will be able to do that alongside Andre Drummond in Detroit. Now, as far as his contract goes, yeah, it's a big contract for somebody who has an injury history. It's a max deal. Uh, the Pistons are going to be paying that for a long time to come. But when you talk about what they gave up, I just don't think it's all that much. I like Avery Bradley. I thought he was you know, really good for the Celtics all the years he was here in Boston. I like Tobias Harris. I think he can score the basketball. Uh, Boban Marinovic is an interesting player. He's gigantic. Look at him up on YouTube. He has the biggest hands I've ever seen of anybody in the entire world. Uh, and their their pick, yeah, you gave up. A, they gave up a first-round pick, which you never want to do. But at the same time, especially with Griffin now, how good realistically is the pick going to be? I mean, worst-case scenario, the Pistons stay where they are right now, and it's like the last pick in the lottery. So I don't think that the Clippers are going to get anything too great out of that pick. So I don't think from a Pistons perspective, they gave up all that much of a valuable – in terms of valuable assets for Griffin – that's why I, at the time, questioned and still do question the trade for L.A. because they didn't get anything of real value from Detroit, especially when you're talking about trading away a star-type player. Like, even if you don't like Griffin, he is still a star player who can go out and score 25 to 30 points a game and get you 10 to 15 rebounds a game. And there's not a lot of guys in the NBA that can do that. So, despite what you think of him, he still has value as that type of player and to not come away with anything of real significant value from the Clippers perspective still I think makes it a bad trade for LA and again uh, like another caller mentioned you know the, this LA Clippers front office has not had a particularly good track record Doc Rivers you gotta say has not been very good as general manager of that team in fact he was demoted from that position this past offseason and it doesn't seem like they're any better with him not running the front office because, again, I just don't think this is a good trade for them. I'm not saying it's a home run for the Pistons, but I really think that with Blake Griffin, they're better than with Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley. Uh, I understand that you know Bradley is an excellent defender and can defend the guard and wing positions, and Griffin obviously is a power forward, but he's a solid defender in his own right. And uh, the Pistons, I thought, were just too reliant down low with Andre Drummond, who's not going to be someone who really scores for you. So to have somebody like Blake Griffin who could score in a different, a lot of different ways, I think is really beneficial for the Pistons. And I think it's also good to have that sort of star-level player. Maybe he can recruit some guys in free agency, not that they're going to have all that much cap space left now. But 
he's going to be someone that helps at least get them competitive in the playoffs. Whereas I don't see that they didn't see that they were going to go anywhere with just Harrison Bradley. Um, and as far as the Clippers go, I think we're all just waiting for the other shoe to drop with uh, Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan presumably being the next guys to be traded out of town. Like I said the other day, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they want and what they get for those guys because we want to know, are the Clippers rebuilding? Are they rebuilding on the fly? Are they? Do they have any idea what they're doing? So we'll have to see how that all goes down. But uh, I'm glad we're continuing to talk about this, this because it's a really interesting trade and just an odd trade uh, that happened seemingly out of nowhere.